0: What happened to romance? Is romance really dead? Look, I know when we think about romantic things right now, we don't think about, oh, Billy went on that Tinder date and his pickup line was so romantic. Right? We don't talk about that stuff. We talk about how it was in the 50s and the 60s, right? The guy comes home with a briefcase and a suit and says, honey, I'm home. Or the kid who rides his bike halfway across town just to say hi to the girl that he likes. Does that mean we don't have any romance in today's day and age? What happened to being chivalrous and ladylike and gentleman? And, and all I hear about today is people are putting in bare minimum and everybody's got a red flag and dating online is terrible because of this reason and that reason and everybody's shallow and blah, blah, blah. Folks, what happened? What happened to the romance? Is it really dying? In this video, I'm going to explain... A couple of the reasons why people say it is. Because it's actually it can be quite subjective depending on what romance means to you. But if we're talking about romance in the traditional sense of what we believed it was 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago, here's one reason. The number one thing we have to address is sex. Listen to this. So many years ago, someone stands up in a crowd and says, "Folks." We need to stop shaming people for sleeping around. There's nothing wrong with doing it if you're a consenting adult with another consenting adult, and if it's something you guys enjoy, it doesn't matter if you're not married. We shouldn't shame that person for sleeping around. And for guys, it was less so shaming them, but for girls, there was a crazy amount of shame. There still is today, but at least in North America, it's a little bit less so. So someone says that and people go, yep, awesome. Absolutely love it. We got to stop shaming people. So let's play with this idea for a second. We need to stop shaming people for casually sleeping around. Okay, what happens? We start leaning away from enforcing monogamy. Look, if you're not in a relationship with one person, it's okay. You don't have to be in a relationship with one person all your life. You can have multiple partners, you can have no partners at all, you can have two partners at the same time, right? So as we become more open, we stop enforcing or emphasizing the importance of monogamy as much. Secondly, when we say that sleeping with someone is not something that you have to do who you're romantically involved with, but it can just be fun. It doesn't ha- you don't have to have strings attached, friends with benefits, right? What are we doing? I'm not saying we're normalizing it. However, we're definitely moving away from a society that makes that behavior abnormal. Right now in 2023, if you're living in Canada or America, it's totally normal to be on Tinder or Hinge or Bumble and to talk to multiple people at once. It's also not that strange to hook up on the very first date. In other words, if John is talking to Sally, Jessica, and Amanda, and he finds out that Sally doesn't want to sleep with him on the first date, the other two might. Why? We're in a society that's more accepting of sleeping around with people before being in a committed relationship. So all of a sudden, why does John, why does the guy have to woo her? Why does he have to romanticize her? Why does he have to put in all this effort and ride the bicycle halfway across town and buy her dinner if there's other girls who will sleep with him for putting in less effort? So one of the things that we used to talk about that we used to fantasize was the effort that we put in, was the way a person would say, I choose you. I want you above everybody else. I'm not talking to other people. Or look at how much effort I'm putting in just to come in and see you. And yes, there were people back then who cheated and it didn't go well. Absolutely, without a doubt. But I'm not alone in saying that in 2023 in the West, it's a lot more open to be casual, to be sleeping around, to not be with one person. And because of that, if a person was just looking for a hookup, now they're saying, well, why should I put in all this effort? For what? If I can just get an easy hookup with X, Y, and Z. So the first thing becomes sex and moving away from this idea that it's between a monogamous couple versus casually it's all right, which brings out this idea of romanticizing. I was in a social psychology class and we were looking at hookups between girls and guys. And this might be a bit explicit, but this is important to know, or so I thought this was really important to know. Both guys and girls agreed that in a hookup, it's important that the guy, you know, finishes. What was really interesting was that both guys and girls agreed that it didn't matter if the girl finished. So like, think about that for a moment, right? So if you're sitting here going, oh, Daniel's attacking casual sex. He thinks we should all be monogamous relationships. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is, if we can casually sleep around with people easier, I don't have to be in a relationship. And according to some studies, when people hook up, especially when they're intoxicated, they are less likely to think about what pleases my partner, and they're more likely to be selfish, Why? You're not my boyfriend. You're not my girlfriend. I don't care if you're having a good time. I'm seeing you for one night. This is about me having fun. Whether you have a good time or not, eh, it's not a big deal to me. So all of a sudden, with casual hookups, I get to be more selfish in bed. Keep that in mind. A second thing that's also important to know, because it's not just all about sex. (laughs) This is not the entire video is gender roles. So as we change gender roles, or as we modify gender roles, we enter an interesting conversation about what is expected of each gender. I'll give you an example. If we were told that the man is the one who has to initiate and protect and pay on the first state and do all these things, as a man, when you start to engage in behavior, which is congruent with your gender role, you're praised, you're applauded, people pat you on the back. And if you did things that were away from that, again, you were shamed. People looked down on it. If you were a man who wanted to be a stay-at-home dad, even though I'd argue in 2023, people still ashamed them. But we're in a place now in 2023 where, at least in the West, a woman could be a stay-at-home mom or she could be a working mom. And societally, both are acceptable and I think both are praised. I haven't seen any news or place as of late that's been shaming women for choosing a career or or choosing their family. So what we want to recognize is when we're talking about romance, when we're talking about gender roles, who's doing what exactly and what's romantic? Like, what do you expect your partner to do? What does romance mean to you? What does romance mean to them? Because 40, 50 years ago, if we're attached to these traditional gender norms based on sex, this isn't even a conversation. It's very clear. But if we start changing our roles and what we're supposed to do in a household, the next question becomes, what do you expect out of me? The second part of this video is about technology. There was a bit that Chris Rock had on a Netflix special. He said, my parents used to really miss each other. Why? My father kissed my mother goodbye in the morning. He'd go off to work. They wouldn't see or hear from each other until he got back home at 5 p.m. And guess what? Then he wanted to talk to her because he had no idea how her day went. But in this day and age, if you say goodbye to your girlfriend, then you go to work, guess what? You can check her story on your break. You can see how she's doing. You can like her pictures. How can you miss somebody if you're connected to them 24-7? So if I have my phone on me and I'm liking your pictures and I'm seeing your stories, it's like... I never left. And what happens is I end up taking you for granted. So the same boy who would bike halfway across town to see the girl that he has a crush on just to say hi to now has a bunch of girls that he has a crush on on Instagram and he just follows their story. Why get out and like bike in that rainy weather when I can just see your photos on Instagram? When I can just text you from home and I can text you with one worded answers And you're still going to reply because there's people out there who need attention so much that they'll accept the bare minimum. A darker side to social media is what happens when me and my partner get into an argument. What happens when I get into an argument with my girlfriend? She goes into another room and on her phone, she's got a bunch of potential people who live in the same city who would be interested in her. And they are one text message away. So when we think about romance, when we think about social media, there's a huge association here that I want you to make between effort exerted and how easy it is to leave. Why? If we want to think about, and this is a terrible way to put it, but think smart, not like work smart, not work hard. Well, I'm going to put in the minimum amount of effort possible and try to get the maximum return. And if... You don't listen to me, that's fine, because Steve, John, and Rick are all on my Instagram, and I know they're going to listen to me. So this opens up room for manipulation, and it keeps the door open to say, See ya. If you do one thing that I don't like, look at how easy it is for me to leave you. And then we hold that over each other's heads, and then we wonder, what happened to romance? Folks, is romance really dead? I think a more appropriate title would be romance has been modified, it's been changed. I certainly don't hear people talking about Tinder as being romantic or, you know, I was casually hooking up with four girls a month and then one of those four turned out to be my fiance. It's like, if it works for you, it works for you. But we need to recognize that as the gender roles change, as our society's views change based on sex and what we want to endorse in the importance of marriage, Romance is going to change as well So pay attention to the romance movies that came out 10-15 years ago And pay attention to the romance movies that are coming out in the next 10-15 years And look at the message that they're putting out there And it's not about it's better or worse Because everyone's got their own take on it Some people are going to say now is much better Some people are going to say back then it was much better What matters is this Times are changing And we got to keep our eyes open because as time changed, the things that used to work back in the day may not work so well now. And maybe on the other hand, maybe there were things that we did back in the day that brought the romance back to life, like putting in effort. Like rather than sending a text, hey babe, have, have a good day at work, how about we write like an old school letter? And I don't mean like a letter and post-it, I mean like a sticky note. Like if, if you're making your girlfriend's lunch, or she's making your lunch, hey, have an amazing day at work today. And you can put that there. It's a little bit different. It's not as convenient. You got to put in more time. And that's the point.